Take two. And fights back. Episode four, zero. Take two. Tired of using normal sponges? Of course you are. They're confusing. They slip, they slide, they ruin your day in seconds. Nobody knows how to use them and they kill nearly 13 people every week. If only there were an easier solution. Hi, I'm Lance Bass, former Instinct member, and I'm proud to introduce the new Jesus Christ sponge. The only sponge that'll make you cry, Jesus Christ, that's neat. You'll be able to wipe around things like a damn pro. Wipe your car, wipe your boat, wipe your RV, wipe your other boat. That's not tomato juice. Cut it in half and stuff it down your pants. Wipe your feet and stick it down your friend's pants. Wipe your dog, then do the dishes. Frap oil drool, no problem. Here's a tip. Roll up your sweater, wipe off your arm dandruff, and unroll your sweater. Wipe off your friend's monitor. Wipe a picture. Wipe your TV. Wipe a cathedral. Wipe your creepy friend and dry those tears. Oh no, party foul. No, I'm just kidding. I'm doing this on purpose. Ever spilled dark cola on carpet? It's impossible to get out. Yuck, look at that mess. But now with the Jesus Christ sponge, you can dab it out in no time. Put it on the left side and punch it out like your frustrations. Eh, Mr. Bass, you can't go to our space because we're technicality. Fuck you, NASA. Take it out and the stain's gone. Whoops. Let's cut to some paid testimonials. <laughs> it's better than sex. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty goddamn impressed by this sponge. It's awesome. We're marrying for money. Wow. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Man Fights Back. We've got earthquakes, killer whales, Olympics are over, and crappy TV shows, along with crappy Jay Leno's coming back to a TV near you soon. Woo-hoo. This is Eddie V. Hey, this is Andrew E. And we're live from Elkhart, Indiana again. Yes. On the road with our crappy technical difficulty setup as well. You know, I saw an Amish family at the uh, Chinese restaurant tonight. You did? I did. I didn't see that. They were sitting right next to us. You didn't point it out. Not not the not the the, the two fat people next to us. They were like right <laughs> behind where you were. Those people were at the they thought they were at the all you can eat buffet. <sighs> yeah, they were a little they're gonna be a little disappointed when they get the bill. They thought they were at the eat all you can buffet. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, no. Fresh Market is introducing premium choice beef. Huh. You are a beef man, aren't you? Uh, you know, I'm beefcake. Trying to get my stick cam uh <laughs> You're trying to get your stick cam feet on. Well, we're, we apologize. We also, um, since we've, here's here's part of the problem here, part of the uh, setup here. We upgraded part of, part of your to, problem. Part of, yeah, my problem. Thank you. Uh, the uh, Windows, uh, we, we upgraded one of the PCs involved out of the four that we have to run this show live. And um, the live part of this is now on Windows 7. And we cannot get drivers for the video. So we are using our cover art for our episodes on there as our picture. We apologize. I know everybody wants to see our smiling faces. Thanks, Bill. On TV. We got a hell of a setup. We got a huge-ass room all yeah, to ourselves um, with a great setup, but we can't show it to you So because Windows 7 blows. Well, it doesn't blow. It's just it's a pain in the ass to try to make work. When going from XP to this. It's different. Yeah. It's different. Um, so... Yeah, I, I've, I'm still trying to get. I, I honestly, I don't think I had as many problems with this migration as I did going from XP to Vista. I hated Vista. Went back to XP. Been running it ever since. Yeah, uh, I've been on seven for a week now, and it's. I like it. It's. Uh, it's. It's a little quirky. It's got a few things that you know are different, and yeah, and, yeah. and change is difficult sometimes too. Well, the whole sound panel is completely whacked out. It's dumbed this. down quite a bit. Yeah, it's not like it used to be where you could just go in and say what you want to hear and turn it up and do all that stuff. No, 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 no. Not anymore. Ask the host to enable your video. 
Ask the host to enable your video. That's what it says. Huh. How do I enable your video? Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, here we go. Oh, oh. I'm the host. I am enabling. And? Andrew E's video. Allow. It says video off. Hey. Oh, there you are. Andrew E is now in the house. Everyone. Nice. Get a nice close-up photo. Are you running stick ham on that one over there? <laughs> um, <clears throat> am I? On what one? On this one? Yeah. Yeah. You can turn on your camera. Oh, really? Shit. Mute. Oh, mute. Okay. There we go. Well, no, well um, but I'm, but it would be what my photo, it, it'd be you. No, I, well, yeah, it would be. Oh, but I see what you mean. I we, see what you mean. You won't get, we won't get all the cool, all right, never cool mind. effects. Sorry. Okay. So anybody, every, everybody gets to look at, uh, I got a little shine on my forehead. Andrew, he's wonderful face there yeah, now I'm, in the I'm chat. A, I'm a good looking man. Yeah. Wow. Hello there. <laughs> Who's that man? Putting the moves on myself here. Hey, big guy. Oh, yes. I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, so, anyway, yeah. All kinds of stuff going on. Uh, the Olympics are over. Yep. TV is going back to normal. New shows are coming on that <clears> suck. Finally. I don't know. I've seen, I've seen this Marriage Ref TV show. I saw the preview for that. I was really pissed because I, I missed the grand finale of the Olympics because they went to this preview. Oh, the closing ceremony. Yeah. And then, um, it was, it was pretty much as long and boring as the opening ceremony. Well, yeah. I mean, it was, it was all about Canada. Is that normal? Well, I thought it was supposed to be a world event. I thought it was supposed to be represented. Yeah, but Can- Canada, Canada's hosting it. <laughs> Canada. Eh? Trust um, me, trust me. When the United States hosted it, it was all about us. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I haven't USA. really been into the Olympics USA. over the years, but, Shalimar's into it. She likes to watch a lot of the skiing and snow sports and all that I, stuff. I so. didn't get into it as much as I normally do. I think I like the Summer Olympics better. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it's cool to watch some of the stuff, but the, um, the curling. Uh, curling event, I'm just, I, I, I don't get it. The curling looks fun. They're out there with a bunch of Swiffer mops across the ice. They're yeah. kind of, you know, what's the object of they this have, game? Yeah, it's, it's like playing shuffleboard. Yeah, but, but for, I don't know. It's an ancient sport. I guess what they had ice makers and they made like no, they, they did it on the ice. Played on the lake with big rocks. Oh God! Over in uh, Scotland, I think is where it started. Yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, well, I, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's the uh, the hockey game was good too. USA Canada hockey yeah. game. Yeah, the uh, the first one was great. They, the USA beat Canada. Yep, beat him like a redhead stepchild. And here's the other thing I don't understand. Okay, you with me? I'm with you. Okay, the USA beats Canada. USA goes throughout, I think, the entire Olympics playoffs. What's the deal? The Olympics uh, hockey games with mm-hmm. undefeated. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the USA beats Canada. So Canada's down a game. And then they meet up again in the end. And then Canada beats the USA in that match and they win a gold medal. But they lost a game. How is this possible? That's a good question. I didn't, I didn't follow it that close. I don't get it. I don't understand. If somebody can please well, I think explain they made it, it to they me. They made it to the finals. Yeah, they made it to the so finals. So evidently it's still single elimination. It's double elimination. Canada, <clears throat> you could lose two games. I think if you lost your second, you were out. Right. So, but still, the Canada lost a game. The USA did so not. So the USA was the number one seed and Canada was the number two seed because they made it to the finals and it was the final game where the whole scoring system reset. It just seems rigged to me, man. How could you mm. lose a game and you go up against a team who hasn't lost a game and win the gold medal? Now you've both just lost a game. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, they could never end. Yeah. They could still be playing hockey. It's an infinite loop. 
I guess I guess it was a good game, and I guess they went into um, went to overtime. And, yeah, uh, we turned it on in the third quarter, and uh, or not the third quarter, third period, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it was pretty good. And it, yeah, they scored right at the USA scored right at the end to uh, tie it up. I was at the Indiana RV Bort Sport Sport Travel Show, yeah, motorcycle ATMs. show, yeah, uh, slash camping show. Oh, I don't know. So I was there during the game. I didn't get to really see much of it. So. But uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting. Good job, USA. They uh, took home the most amount of medals of everyone. I think it was 37 medals. Wow. So good job to them. Um, I don't know. Watch some of the speed skating. I don't know. Snowboarding. Sean White, obviously. Yeah, he's pretty good. Cool. I mean, yeah, he's, you know, he's pretty amazing. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing, I was just kind of surprised it lasted two weeks because, uh, I don't know, I, I was just, you know, you turn it on, oh, crap, I got figure skating on again. Or... You know, they're no, doing yeah. this, they're doing that. And I don't know. I think a week could have been enough. But There was a lot of different figure skating events. I'm not in the figure figure skating thing. I don't know what the deal is with this, but it's really pissing me off. Driver. It's got to be this MLU device driver. It's the crappiest driver they've ever had. The one the one that you got for me, the other mm-hmm. one, that one was far better than this oh, one. Oh, that has a different driver. Oh, yeah. A, yeah. See, it does that clip. I'm sorry, but I can't control that. I don't know what the hell is going on with it, so I apologize. Um, but, um, yeah, the, the figure skating stuff I'm not into. I didn't understand why they had so many. They have the long, the long show, the short show, the whatever show. I don't know. I didn't get into all that stuff. The but, long uh, program, the short program. Yeah, the program. long program, short program. They were all kind of long. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. So, But uh, anyway, so that's going on. Let's see. Uh, the earthquake, obviously. Um, in Chile. Rumble in the jungle. Yes, and we also heard, which has not been reported on very much in mainstream media, today we heard this on No Agenda. um, They had uh, another earthquake in uh, Okinawa Islands. Okinawa Islands. Yeah, outside of Japan and China. Yes, between Japan and China, it's a huge uh, military, United States military base. I think we captured it. That's where Mr. Mr. Miyagi was from. Really? And Karate Kid. (laughs) So Karate Kid trivia for you all. Out there. Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. Danielson, come. So, um, Okinawa Islands. Yes, they had a 7 point, what was it, 7.2? Something like that. Something a like big one. Yeah, but it didn't really get reported on. So, the idea of this is possibly... Uh, earthquake en- machine. Environmental weapons. Harp. Harp, earthquake, yeah, earthquake weapons. I don't know. It's I pretty can, crazy, though. They've been pretty amazing. Uh, 8.8. Yeah, they've been pretty big earthquakes. And, you know, either Mother Nature's, Nature's trying to tell us something, the earth's grumpy, or uh, Harp up in Canada, or up in Canada, up in Alaska, is uh, they found the resonant frequency of the earth. Yeah, maybe. It's possible. Can't tune that in on your radio dial. No. <laughs> so, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It's just weird stuff going on, man. It's crazy. The way the snow patterns, I mean, up in the Olympics in uh, Vancouver, they hadn't hardly had any snow. They always had snow. <laughs> it was called in Indiana. Yeah. And then, you know, Indiana, we're getting killed with snow. Uh, we've had the most snow in a long time. So, I don't know. It's just nuts. So. Uh, niche of a long time. Yeah. Hey, are you a Jay Leno fan? Not really. I'm not either. How did this douchebag get back on the late night show? I, I'm surprised he left and went to 10 o'clock and everybody thought it was a bad idea. It turned out to be a bad idea. And now he goes back. So I, late night television's never really gotten my attention. But he's a douche. I mean, he's just, he's, he's like ran his run, you know, it's done. Well, and it's not him either. It's the writers. They're the ones who come up with all the material. He that guy's not it. that clever. Oh, well, he approves. He it. just delivers. 
Yeah. He's just a delivery guy. But he approves it. I mean, if I had to watch any late night show, I'd probably watch Letterman. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they're all kind of the same. Letterman's been on for so long. I mean, every time you turn it on, it's Letterman. You know, yeah. Letterman's Letterman. Boom. Um, you know, I was getting into Conan O'Brien. I thought he was pretty. I thought, it, God, this is ridiculous. Just ignore it. It's pissing me just off. Just ignore it. It's ridiculous. Just ignore it. We need like, we need like several, that we need like 10 grand donation. <clears throat> Somebody give us a $10,000 donation. We'll, we'll have the best setup you've ever seen. You and it'll all be gonna, with Max. Yeah, as I say, you're going to buy a couple Macs. <laughs> yes. Not that I'm a big Mac fan, but for audio production, video production, <clears throat> you cannot go wrong with a Mac. Um, for everyday use, I use Windows. But um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, Conan O'Brien, man, he was just getting warmed up. You know, he was in there. and Yeah. And now Jay Leno's going back. I'm like, well, forget this. I'm not going to watch that. And what, what happened to Conan again? Conan's doing, he's going to tour on uh, stand-up, I guess, right now. Huh? Going city city, just doing some stand up stuff. I mean, the guy made a deal for like forty million dollars. Wow! So I mean, and he took care of all those people. Yeah, and he took care of all those people, which is very respectful. Um, that shows he has loyalty to the people who put him where he is and and kept him there for for a while, even on his late late show or whatever, the late night with Conan O'Brien. So I just can't believe they have that much of an audience. I mean, I'm watching the news at eleven if I'm lucky. Yeah, you know, and then these guys come on at eleven thirty. And then you got the, another one that comes on after that. And it's like, who watches this stuff? Because judging by the amount of traffic in the Indianapolis area at 8 o'clock in the morning, a lot of people are getting up early. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so, I'm not getting up, or I'm not staying up super late anymore. 1 o'clock in the morning. In my old age, yeah. you know, I get tired early. I know what you mean. Just wait till uh, you get older. Yeah. So, um, what's this WGA award? It may be static electricity doing the audio glitch. Yes, that's true. CM230. Um, it may be. I don't know. It's crazy. I've de- yeah, but we're not touching anything, though. Well, that's true. I mean, I'm not touching anything. I'm not touching anything. I don't, I don't know what you're touching, but, but I'm, not, I'm not touching anything. I don't know. You're over there rubbing your feet on the carpet, aren't you? Yeah, that's what I'm And you're touching stuff. Yep. But touching stuff. You caught me. I got you. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's just weird. M audio. The other one never did it, but this one does. Um, anyway. I don't know. I'm not watching the Jay Leno show. So the guy's made too much money. He's kind of a jerk. So doesn't have anything nice to say <laughs> about anybody. Really, it's. I thought that Super Bowl commercial was pretty hilarious with him and David Letterman. That and was Oprah pretty good. sitting on the couch. That was yeah. pretty funny. So would have been better if it was Doctor Phil. Yeah. <laughs> instead yeah. Of, instead of okra. Yeah. No kidding. Okra. That's what you I say call okra. That's what I call her. That's a food. I know. <laughs> okay. Okra. Um. Harpo. Gee, let's see. How about Windows 7? That's in our opening comments here. We yeah, I think, I think we that. covered Windows 7. We pretty much talked about that. Did you hear, um, uh, well, obviously, since I guess since we did our last episode, um, Tiger Woods came out, which we're not going to ex- expand on too much here because everybody's sick of it, I'm sure. But Tiger Woods came out and did his big public apology. Yeah, I heard it was. I didn't see it, but I heard it was pretty fake. I don't know. I don't know if I, it was fake or maybe not. I, maybe I should watch it. But um, we got a nice link we'll put in the show notes. But I thought this was pretty good. Um, Chris Rock um, did the uh, Writers, Writers Guild Awards, right? Uh, the WGA Awards, and uh, Chris Rock uh, was quoted as saying, "Oh, hold on a second here." He was quoted as saying something pretty funny. I had to laugh my ass off. That's well, Chris this. Rock. He's just pretty funny. Yeah, he was pretty crude, but it's pretty funny. Um, he's basically he just said, "Well, Tiger should have just came out and said, you know what." I love my wife, but I also love pussy. <laughs> That's all he had to say, That's... and that would have been the end of it. So um, let's see here. Yeah, here it is. 
I just, he, Chris Rock quoted, uh, this is from Variety.com. Uh, quote, I just wanted Tiger to go, I love my wife, but I also love pussy. <laughs> so That's classic that was, Chris Rock. Yeah. So anyway, that's all he had to do. That would have just been a lot easier. Uh, but anyway, well, good luck to him. Hopefully he gets himself out of this trench that he's built for himself and he doesn't lose his $300 million or whatever it is. But, yeah, uh, dude's worth a lot of money. Yeah, he is. So. Oh, well. Anyway, enough with Tiger Woods. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, um, I turned on the news. So we're up here watching. Uh, what was it last week? You weren't up here. I was, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was by myself. I'm a big boy now. I go moon trips. Um, so, um, who drove you up here? Who drove? Me? Did you drive yourself? I drove myself. Either. Damn! Did you know how to get here? I know how to get here. Jeez, <laughs> come here almost every week. Um, I turned on TV and noticed the big stories about Angelina and Jolie and Brad Pitt and all this garbage. That well, shows you how much I pay attention. I thought they got divorced a long time ago. I thought they did too. I'm like, when is this crap going to end? Why? Why do people even care? Why does my TV set? I mean, this is on keeps, after the news. It keeps People Magazine in business. Well, and it wasn't only one show. It was two, back to back. It was like Extra and Insider. There were yeah. two back to back shows. The, the NBC affiliate up here sucks because the one down in Indianapolis, you get the Wheel of Fortune. After the evening news, you get Wheel of Fortune mm-hmm. and you get Jeopardy. Okay. Up here, you get Extra and Insider. <laughs> And then it goes into whatever the... Is this the channel that has the really cheesy... The really cheesy newscaster, oh, yeah. Terry McFadden. It's like, oh my yeah. God. He's really over the top. Yeah. And and he this dude's won, won, this dude's won awards wow. as top broadcaster. And he's not married to the regal old leather shoe looking woman next to him. With on the, the same set. last name. That's his sister. Ah. Yeah. Okay, that explains so, Yes, I thought maybe they were married. I assumed they were, yeah. Yeah, but no, they're not married. <clears throat> and evidently she's huge, um, won awards and I don't know, hmm. all that kind of stuff. But their bios are always written by themselves anyway, so right. you know they always make them bigger than what they are. So I think I could do the nightly news. It's Terry McFadden. <laughs> it's like, hello, this is Tom. Bunkall. He's got that. He's got that raised brow look on his yeah, face. He's he's definitely very inquisitive. And, um, he he goes to the tanning bed. You can definitely yeah. tell he goes to the tanning bed. Um, you know, he probably gets his nails done every I was day. Say he probably gets his nails done every day. Yeah, I mean, one of those dudes. I mean, just cheesy. Drive, drives a Jag. He should be selling cars. Wears gold chains. Yeah, exactly. So, um. Yes, South Bend NBC affiliate WNDU is not my favorite. You know that the TV has other channels. It does, but... Because usually you got the Weather Channel on. Yeah, I'm a Weather Channel <clears throat> junkie. I can't help it. I grew up on the Weather Channel. I thought that was the coolest channel as a kid. It was great because <laughs> I, I love thunderstorms and stuff like that. You know, I've always loved severe weather. and They have shows on there now, too, don't they, on the Weather Channel? Yeah, they do. They kind of They're kind of cheesy, but, though, aren't they? Yeah, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, you know, the weather channel, I mean, it, you know, see severe weather coming. I'm like, oh, wow, this is cool. <laughs> but, oh, well, anyway, call me crazy. So this time Sarah Palin's got a point. Um, Yeah, there, uh, I, I think, I think this was pretty interesting. And of course I want to play the video for you. Um, I don't know if everybody heard about this. This was kind of a short lived thing that was on the news about uh, Sarah Palin and um, her um, her daughter. You watch The Family Guy, don't you? 
You're into the family guy? You like it? Yeah, I catch it every once in a while. No. Oh, that's right. They did a spoof on her. Yeah, Sarah Palin. Um, she got pissed. Yeah, she got pissed because they have a clip here, and we'll play this video clip for you uh, here shortly once it loads. We're on this high-quality freaking connection, and I'm getting pop-ups from Newsweek. Uh, let's see here. According to Newsweek.com, uh, this time Sarah Palin's got a point. Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane uh, is the latest TV personality to take aim at Sarah Palin, why the jokes, and his brand of uh, topical humor falls short. Well, basically, he was making fun of her Down Syndrome daughter. And Ooh. Yeah, I thought that was pretty... I thought her son had Down Syndrome. No, it's her daughter. Um, really? And I've got a video clip, so okay. here, right. I'll just... Uh, I'll play it for you here. I'm so. really out of touch. Yeah, I heard about this, and I was like, oh, you know, who cares? But then I was like, you know, that was kind of crappy. I thought it was kind of crappy. So anyway, we'll play the, we'll play this little clip for you here, maybe. Oh, great. Let's see what happens here. Um, oh, I got to do this. Well, I'm glad we're finally going out, Ellen. I've really liked you for a long time. Hey, what the hell do you think you're doing? Sitting down? Get up and pull my chair out for me. Oh, goodness. I'm sorry. <laughs> so sorry. That's better. You're going to be this rude all evening? <clears throat> you haven't asked me anything about myself. Oh, um, sorry. Um, uh, so, so what do your parents do? That's better. My dad's an accountant, and my mom is the former governor of Alaska. Oh, that's cool. It's real cool. Now get up, come over here, and give me a shoulder massage. Okay. Boy, you're tougher than a doggy dominatrix. So anyway, <laughs> that was that was the whole that was the whole clip. Well, here's your here's your speed issue. Uh, we have point six four down, point zero nine up, and five hundred and thirty six milliseconds. Are you latency. kidding me? We got really crappy internet. Damn, what's the deal? <laughs> this is awful. They better recognize man fights back in the house. Yeah, I think we need to start Jeez. spending the money here. We should have our own dedicated T one. Yeah. We need to start begging for donations or something. Yeah, that was uh that was that was pretty bad. That the family guy they go over the top a little bit. I think he went I think he went too far. And he's claiming he's claiming, ah, you know, it's not that Surprise bad. It wasn't on South Park. Yeah, well South Park I could yeah, I could definitely see that. Um I guess when they talk to him, he's like, you know, everybody's making a big deal about it. It wasn't making fun of down syndrome i was making fun of this and you know sarah palin blah 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 and it's like yeah well you know i don't know so um but basically sarah palin came back and said you know he should be making fun of you know retarded people and she made a big deal about it obviously did she say the r word oh yes yes so (coughs) excuse me so oh uh here we go Part takedown cartoon wars. Let's see. Uh, see South Park's two-part takedown cartoon wars. But the Palin joke is a perfect example of the show's major shortcoming. The McFarlane sensibility puts a premium on being offensive, and that's fine when the jokes are soundly constructed. But too often, Family Guy jokes aren't clever or well-written. Mm-hmm. They're just shocking. To some people, me included at times, the shock value is enough to inspire some uncomfortable tittering never heard that word before tittering tittering yeah but uh jokes like that don't stand up to scrutiny uh, if you take two sentences to think about them you realize it wasn't that funny to begin with and it certainly doesn't work on subsequent viewing when you're expecting it so tittering <laughs> that's a totally new word for me that's a titter how do you do that how do you how do you that's titter? a titter titter 
Is that what you that just was? Did it. <laughs> no, it's it's more an, it's more oh, well, outward sorry. on it. It's not a snort. It's a titter. Oh, <laughs> like that. There you go. Okay, very good. You've been doing it all your life and did not. <laughs> I've been. What do you think it was called? I don't know. Just a, it's a titter. Just a. <laughs> that's a uh, yeah, I thought it was just called. <laughs> it has a name. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Great. Thanks you. Thanks for. Uh, so you always learn something on Man Fights Back. I do. I always do. <laughs> I'm learning Windows Seven's really kicking my ass here, <laughs> and uh, and static electricity's causing a yeah, bunch we of gave, pops. We gave you the joke version of Windows Seven, by the way. Yes, you did. I'm sure you did. You probably did. It's probably like, haha. Yeah, he got the crappy version. The broken. It's, it's like the uh, the Pre, alpha, pre-release. The alpha version we really yeah. it. No kidding. Tell me about it. Uh, oh well. Okay. Well, it's uh, time for some music. It's time for some music. We, I got all kinds of music or kinds of news this week. And there's been stuff going on around Indy uh, that's pretty. I think should make national news. Um, but uh, but anyway, we'll, 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 Jesus, this is driving me nuts. Um, but we'll get into all that later. So uh, we will go into our first music break here. Uh, all of our music is coming to you from musicalley.com. Check it out. It's all uh, independent artists that are looking to make a name for themselves. Uh, their music is free to download and uh, and play on your podcast or show, as long as you give credit where credit is due. And we're going to do that too. We'll have links to their uh, to the artist's website in the show notes. And uh, feel free to uh, you know cut paste download these artists as well. Um, the first one we're going to start off here is Adventures of Leonid with Floatin' Funk here on Man Fights Back. Hope you enjoyed this one.
What? I don't know what's going on. This is weird. What are you hearing? I'm hearing myself twice. What? What? Who? Who? I'm here. You don't hear it. <laughs> no. Hey, we back on. Do you have audio? Um. Yeah. That's what it is. Never mind. I can hear myself through your microphone on your laptop. Really? Yeah. In. Uh, yeah, I was wondering what the hell is that. Oh well. well let me see if I can mute it. Anyway. Well, that's kind of weird. Well, I muted it on the control panel here. Oh, okay. So, All right. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, that was Adventures Whoa. of Lee and Ed with Floating Funk here on Man Fights Back. Check them out in the show notes. That was very funky. What's that? That was very funky. Oh, I thought it was funky. Um, and now we move on to everyone's favorite segment <clears throat> of the show. It's time for your Man Fights Back Fortune Cookie Message of the Week. An optimist is a girl who regards a bulge as a curve. You get it right? I get it. Okay. All right. Those women who call themselves curvy. And they're bulgy. But they're bulgy. <laughs> yes. Okay. Great. Now that we're on the same page. Uh, all right. I got. I actually have a fortune tonight. I think I'll use for next week. From our experience, we got decent fortunes tonight. Yeah, they weren't too bad. So these are kind of funny. These are more funny fortunes. But anyway, all right, time to get serious. All right, here we go. It is time for your national news from Man Fights Back. Excuse me, I had a little indigestion. And there is a message in that Morse code that you're hearing in the background. CQ, CQ. CQ, CQ's in there. But you got to figure out what the rest of it is. We still haven't had anyone send us the answer. But uh, we'll move on to our first national news story of the show. This is really going to drive me nuts. Okay. So, Homeland Security, right? Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be top-notch. Best of the best. Best of the best. (laughs) Just under the CIA or something, you know, super taekwondo <laughs> secret in their dreams. Yeah. Um, so there's a report here from U.S. Today, which I woke up and saw this under my door last week when I was here. It was on the uh, the paper um, front page news. Uh, although it was a small caption, it wasn't like the bold caption. Well, yeah, because, you know, I don't want to make too big of a deal out of it. They just have to yeah. report it. Distraction, you know, but it was on the front page. And uh, the title of this one is Homeland Security Reports Losing Guns. Uh, from Washington, the nation's Homeland Security officers lost nearly 200 guns <laughs> in bowling alleys, public restrooms, unlocked cars, and other unsecure areas, with some ending up in the hands of felons. The problem, outlined in a few uh, new federal report, has prompted disciplinary actions and extra training. Most of the misplaced weapons, including handguns, shotguns, and military rifles, were never found. Most losses occurred because officers did not properly secure firearms, says the Homeland Security Inspector General report. Well, the FBI is losing laptops. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, as of February 12, 2007, the FBI lost 160 laptops in the last 44 months. Wow. And weapons. Well, what's interesting is uh, how are they going to fix this with more training? It's just hire more competent people. 
You know, yeah. figure out better ways. Uh, first of all, because yeah, if you carry a gun for a living, you're going to know when it's not in your, in your holster. There's a yeah, big difference I, between I carry, having. I carry a gun and I'm paranoid. I always make sure I know where it is at all times. <coughs> well, I, I found a, a similar article about FBI losing laptops and weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, FBI investigation has lost or has stolen 160 laptops in four years, including 10 with sensitive or classified information and one containing personal information on FBI employees. In addition, 160 weapons were lost stole, or stolen from the FBI in the same time period. Wow. So it's definitely not a... Uh, that's funny. This is from homelandstupidity.us. <laughs> wow. Oh, I have to bookmark this this site. That's hilarious. I can't believe... I don't know. It. it hopefully... Well, with the laptops, anyway, from the FBI, hopefully they have some kind of security measures in place. Yeah. That would keep you from being able to log on or... I mean, all that stuff I'm sure you can hack and... If, if they were intentional thefts to, to gain access to, uh, you know, privy data, um, I'm sure there's probably pretty experienced hackers in the background that mm-hmm. can get into those. But I wonder how many of those laptop thefts were actually um, the uh, with the intent of gathering, you know, confidential information or just somebody who just lost it, lost it. Yeah, they, somebody they, picked probably, it up. they probably all lost them at the airport. Yeah. I wonder if any of them ended <laughs> up on eBay. I wouldn't doubt. That would be pretty funny. Um, so anyway, hmm. very, very interesting. I'd be really surprised. I, can we get some feedback from the stream listeners how this thing sounds? Because our internet is so slow here. Yeah, it, it's it, it's still connected at least. Cause yeah, it seems before to be. We, last time we did a show here, we had a hell of a time just trying to keep the stream up. It kept crapping out. Yeah. So me, me doing video may be not helping the situation. So yeah. Anyway. Oh well, so we talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, it was uh, it was a article about Tiger Woods' apology. How would you how would you uh, grade Tiger Woods' apology? Um, did you put this in here? Or did I? Uh, I think you did. I think I did too. It's been a while. I've had the show prepped for a while, so some of our news. Is, I'm trying to remember everything because there's so much news. I mean, there's so Man, much crap that goes on. It's, it's hard to weed it down. I mean, I've got a whole uh, a whole thing of stuff from this last week that I don't even know if we'll be able to get to, but, um, anyway, um, here's a story from the Chicago Tribune, um, about the uh, Tiger Woods apology. Um, here we go from Dave. Here we go. Hold on. Was it Dave Hyde from Sun Sentinel? Uh, this was a Tiger Woods. We had never seen human sincere, contrite with the admittedly cool and controlling confines of his personality he seemed like a person trying to get his patch of life in order he said all that could be said he used words like deeply sorry and irresponsible and selfish he said i'm the only one to blame um i don't know i think i think the apology was i think it was I think there's some sincerity to it but i also yeah. think it was a total publicity stunt because i heard weeks before that he even did this that um that you would expect this from somebody in the public eye who plans on trying to make a comeback and um anybody in their right mind that manages tiger woods would tell him to do this oh yeah i mean yeah there's no reason why i'm surprised dude just didn't say screw y'all i'm i'm out of here i'm out of here yeah i got my money i'm gonna go find some hookers and blow 
and go island. over to my own Bottom island, island. <laughs> and have a big party and you're all welcome to come if you want. Um, but uh, I don't know. My, my uh, Firefox dropped off. Oh, did it? Yep. Yeah, we were told that the uh, um, the stream sounds good other than the uh, glitch sound. But, uh, and oh, then thank uh, you. sounds perfect. Only long delay on Andy's webcam. Is there? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to stop the webcam cause I think that's going to, you're killing our bandwidth. I might be. Everybody wants to see you, you know, you're trying to put your pretty face on the internet here and you know, Hey, you said you're it. killing our bandwidth. You said it. <laughs> he thinks it got a pretty face. <laughs> you got a pretty face. Sure. You got a pretty mouth. Um, <laughs> watch anyway, it, watch it now. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um, so anyway, Tiger Woods apology. I don't know, man. Good luck to him. I hope it works out, but. You're looking at me like I'm supposed to say something. No. Okay. No, these these other two stories are yours. Yeah, they're all mine. Yeah. I don't know. What work did you do this <clears throat> week? What did you, did you put together in here? Yeah, you know, you threw out all stuff thrown in here already. <laughs> I pretty much just showed up. I told you, man. I just show well, up. Okay. So this is pretty This is pretty interesting. And I've heard some, some point of views of this that I thought were just kind of odd. Um, but, um, you know, the Texas plane crash thing. Everybody's heard, heard about this. You've heard about it, right? Yep. Uh, Not a lot, but supposedly this guy in Austin, Texas goes nuts. He torches his house, sets his house on fire, goes and gets his plane, (laughs) gets in the plane, flies it around and then crashes it into the IRS building in Austin, Texas. Crazy. That is pretty nuts. Um, I don't know if this is true. Um, I guess his family has come out and they've said a lot of things like, well, you know, this is something that he would never do. And there was a posting, I guess that he was, he was actually into computers and technology, um, had a, had a job in, in doing this. So I guess he supposedly, allegedly he has posted a word document on his website of a letter. And what's interesting is his family came out and said, this is, these, these are words that he would never even use. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So the speculation of this is that this was kind of a planned thing and that they're using him uh, as the guy, the fall guy here for all this. I mean, he did it, but he did it, but they're making it sound worse than it was. Yeah. And, um, and like he's a nut, like he's totally nuts. Which well, I'd say, he, if you crash your building, your plane into a building, yeah, you're nuts. He was pretty anti-government. So was his family. Yeah, because I heard something about his daughter was talking, and she's pretty anti-government too. And you mm-hmm. know, she basically supported his cause. Hated to see it happen, but she understood why he did it. Oh, really? Well, I don't know. It's just interesting. It's too bad. It's pretty pretty sad. Somebody would do that. It's like, well, well I don't know. I, that sucks. I can't believe you do that. I don't know if I know some people, a couple people, few people died um, in that horrible incident. But, you know, here's another interesting thing I heard was uh, there was a, a, a news clip online of a girl being interviewed who witnessed part of this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she said that um, she noticed the plane it was coming in and, and she thought it was low and it looked odd. It was like 50 feet above the ground, maybe. Yeah, that's pretty odd. And um, that, well, here's the odd part. She goes, well, you know, thank God the uh, hazmat team was just across the street. Oh, jeez. So, but what were they doing there? Yeah, it could be coincidence, but I don't know. There's been a lot of coincidences going on. Yeah. I mean, she said, she said the hazmat team was staged in the parking lot across the street. 
waiting for the fuel spill. Well, pff, what the hell were they doing there? Yeah. So, I don't know. That is odd. And they weren't doing training or anything. They were just sitting there. <laughs> Where's that plane at? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, odd stuff. But conspiracy, I don't know. But I just think it's really strange. You can, if you look hard enough, you can make a conspiracy out of just about anything. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. Why is our internet so slow? They have business class. They have business class DSL at this place. <laughs> business class. And there's six cars in a parking lot. I've had faster speeds when this place is packed. Uh, because Snaggletooth is downstairs trying to find a date on Adult Friend Finder. That's what the problem is. Okay. I'm telling you. <sighs> Sorry. Excuse me. Wow. Hopefully she's not staying outside the door. Or, or listening to the show. She's, yeah. She didn't strike me as a man fights back kind of person. <laughs> not our she's demographic. Not cool. Um, so anyway, um, I'm mean, I know, I'm sorry, I apologize. I'm usually not this mean, it's just something Andrew E brings out in me. Sorry. I hang around with him too much and I get like <laughs> I that. I don't even drink, remember when we used so. to do this show, drinking beer. <laughs> uh, so anyway, sad story, um, but that did happen in the news, and now it's just kind of disappeared in nowhere, so haven't heard much about it since. I would think it's an act of terrorism. Yeah, that was one of the things I heard in, in, inside terrorism or something like that. I forget what the official term is for it, but yeah. Oh, well. Domestic terrorism. He's dead. He won't do it again. Uh, in Indianapolis, this is pretty interesting. Yeah, this is pretty. Uh, for any of you who live in the Indy area, you may have seen on the news that there is a guy uh, that was going around. I think it was uh, Greenwood. Greenwood area. Figures. And what's that? People from Greenwood. People from Greenwood. What's the matter with people from Greenwood? Oh, you're going to tell us here in a second. I am. Well, anyway, uh, police arrested a man accused of spreading AIDS. Uh, Police arrested a man, they say, knowingly uh, was knowingly sleeping with women to spread AIDS. Goddamn rubbers are for balloon animals. By by one estimate. slippery. (laughs) Dude, get this. By one estimate, a hundred women may have been exposed. Does this dude have a job? Have you seen this dude? Yeah, he looks nasty. Yeah. What, you think he's cute? No. Oh, okay. No. I was like, like, what am I wrong? (laughs) He looks sick. He he doesn't look healthy. Um, Meet the women who's trying to prevent others from having their lives turned upside down. We've got a nice little video clip here from Fox 59. Um, Oh, here we go. Yeah, he's basically doing this on purpose, which is... He, He admitted... To doing this, I guess, recently. But uh, let's let's play a little uh, video clip here. See what we can get out of this video clip. If it's still valid. Yeah. And not getting any on the audio. Hmm. Oh, mm. uh, here we go. Sorry. Maybe. <laughs> Jesus. Hours ago here that, yes, he has full-blown... See you then. Okay. Fox tonight, police arrest a man they say was knowingly sleeping with women to spread the AIDS virus. By one estimate, a hundred women may have been exposed. Only on Fox 59, video of the arrest and the woman who's trying to prevent others from having their lives turned upside down. Kimberly King is in Greenwood with the story. Kim? Okay. Here's my thought. A hundred women? Does this guy even wear pants? (laughs) Yeah, I think he's paying for it. You think? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm trying to bring up the story because I think if I remember correctly, it's pretty goofy. Oh, really? <laughs> well, yeah. Anybody does this. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. 
Cheryl, Tony Perkins confessed to police just a few hours ago here that, yes, he has full-blown AIDS. Police believe he's had it possibly for as long as six years. He told police that he actually picked it up possibly from a prostitute or an ex-girlfriend. But tonight, we learned that he tried to sleep with as many women as possible to exact revenge. What is getting? This is 47-year-old Tony Perkins infected with AIDS, now charged with sleeping with multiple women to give them HIV. He said he didn't do anything wrong, just trying to find a woman to be in his life. Thanks, we heard him say that. That's a lie. That per- wow. Wanted to find a woman to be in his life. <laughs> so he could kill her? Interesting. All right, moving on intentionally slept with women across Indiana. Why did you do this to your girlfriend? Why would you say that she's a liar? Police say Perkins just confessed to Mm. sleeping with his ex-girlfriend and at least 10 other women. I got it from my ex-girlfriend. Why would you do this to women out there? More than 100 women? Get alive? to a hundred women that have come in contact with him and had any relations with him. And- he told me he had AIDS. He doesn't care about anybody but himself. He's an addict. Perkins' girlfriend was the brave woman who came forward this week to police. His daughter knew her father had AIDS. She told me that she had sat back and watched countless women fall for her father. And hmm. That she can no longer sit back and watch them get infected and some had died. He's not a man. Wow. Wow. Whoa, whoa. Did they say some had died? Yeah. Oh, my God. Electric chair. Yeah, no kidding. He wins the douchebag of the week award. Wow. Okay. So, anyway, enough of that. But, yeah, that's what's going on in Indiana. So, that's pretty good stuff there for you. Not only that, but we have some more stories. Maybe we'll bring to light next uh, episode because there's just not enough time in the day. Uh, Carmel High School in Hamilton County, which if you live around the Indianapolis area, you're probably familiar with Carmel. Uh, the high school boy, uh, basketball team, uh, I'll get it right in a minute. Uh, but he, but he, but he, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, Carmel High School boys basketball team has, uh, some members of it have been accused of bullying and, uh, it's a little bit more bullying. It's been everything from assault to confinement to criminal deviant behavior. Uh, yeah. And sexual assault was another one that recently. I, nobody really knows for sure because all the report. Well, I mean, the reports have all been redacted and everything else. Yeah. I guess they're highly edited reports that the news media around the area. I think what Carmel's hoping is that this you sound like you're talking to me from space goes away. Why? Oh, is it? Echoing? Oh, it's because of the headphones. Right. It's because okay. the headphones and That's I can't okay. deal with the delay. So okay. I'm just going to take the headphones That's off. That's all right. <laughs> and excuse me for the cough, but I've had this horrible head cold thing that's congestion in my ears, my nose, and then it turns into a cough and the chest and everything else. It's really, I've had a hell of a time for the last two weeks trying to have, you know how you have ear pressure in your ears mm-hmm. when the windows roll up and they pop or they get congested or whatever? Right. Yeah, that's what I felt like for the last two weeks. We have an ear infection. Both ears? Yeah. I don't know. It's not uncommon. I don't know. It's weird. But anyway, um, so uh, back to Carmel. Sorry. Carmel is one of those areas that high money, high dollar. If you're not yes. from that area, people refer to it as Carmel. You ain't from Carmel. You ain't shit. Yeah, pretty that's much. Pretty much what that's that's pretty much the way it is. Um, you know, the uh, mayor and uh, the mayor of Carmel and the um, board um, have all been known to try to raise taxes to make it 
impossible for middle-income families to live there, um, trying to force people out of their homes uh, that live in the older sections of Carmel. So they yeah, can build, the annexations you know, and all that. These huge upscale condos, which kill me that they could even sell. I don't know how in the hell. I don't know if they are, are selling them. How people are buying like three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollar condos? What the hell? Is, how the hell would you do that? You buy a nice house in Fishers for that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean seriously, I, I don't get it. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So it's all been real hush hush, and I think what's happening is Carmel's going to delay. They they say they will produce all the information of the story eventually, aren't but because these, we're doing they're with minors though, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, but that's just an excuse, man. Yeah. Come on. But um, it's kind of it's kind of sad though that the uh, was it there were four seniors on a basketball team and they were all suspended suspended yeah. during the playoffs. There was one senior left for senior night when they oh. had senior night. There was one senior on it's the team. All about me. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but you know, bullying has been going on for a long time. I don't know what level this is yet. It sounds pretty serious, but the media always makes everything more out than what it is. Well, but the thing too is there's just kind of two sides of this. Carl and I were talking about this. It's like you know, if this happened to my kid, let's say my child was the one that was assaulted or bullied or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, that's it's going to be embarrassing for the person that was assaulted. Oh yeah. And the media is just dragging this thing out because they want to dig dirt up because that's what people want to see. They think that's what people want is the dirt. They right. want to know. They want to know what happened. You right. know, if they pulled his pants down and whatever. You know, people want to know that stuff. I don't. Right. You know. I mean, I kind of feel for the family and the kid that, that it happened to because it's not his fault. Well, so. in another sense, though, I think it's good to get it out there <laughs> because that way, at least, if this gets exposed to. So maybe. Things like this won't go on because nobody thinks they'll ever find out. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with bringing the attention to it, but I don't know. How, I'm not sure what level of detail. No, I I know I agree you know, with. They that. just need to say that he assaulted him, <clears throat> or he was assaulted. Right. Move on. Right. I don't need to know the gory details. Well, yeah, that's true. That is true. I don't know. I think Carmel's always had that reputation where bad things don't happen. Yeah, bad things happen a lot, and. <laughs> I think there's a lot more bad things going on in Carmel than everybody knows. And I think this is just exposing some of that, which I think is good because it shows everybody. I'll agree with that. It's not perfect. So, um, you know, in Carmel, the streets are lined with gold. So, I mean, it's just, it's nuts. They're, they're multi-million dollar trash can system that sucks the trash can into the ground and puts a new one up. Have you heard of this? I thought that was myth. No, it's not myth, man. They got approved. Was this the Civic Center? Oh, they haven't done it yet. No, they haven't done it yet. I don't, okay. I don't think. So that, over by the arts thing, yeah. the Civic thing. Okay, yeah. They're spending too much money. And this new $150 million Palladium, um, Palladium or whatever it is, this new supposed great art music art center and you know theater. And don't we have one of those downtown? I thought I, I thought so. I mean, I, I don't know. Carmel has to have their own. Uh, it's like everything else. Yes. So. I will tell you, there is a funny nickname that goes around for uh, the mayor of Carmel. What? Little Hitler. Oh. Yes. I swear to God. Building his little destiny. I've, yes. So I am not a big fan and uh, I won't be. So I think he's very wasteful with money and he's trying to kick yeah, but you normal know people keeps getting out. Reelected. What's that? He keeps getting reelected. I'm sure there's money changing hands, man. Yeah. I, I guarantee you. I, I mean, do, there's I, enough money. I do like the Keystone there. Avenue project though. That's pretty slick. Pretty fancy. Yeah. Pretty fancy I mean, it's all fancy. It's all. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous, especially in this economy and everything else. And all these people that are struggling to have jobs and keep their jobs and and 
all this stuff. And you see this kind of crap going on, you know, with all this stuff they're building. It's just, it's, it's so gaudy and ridiculous. It's pretty excessive. It looks nice. Yeah. I mean, it looks cool. It looks great, but the hell, man. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Let's take a break. That's my two cents. No, I think you gave us about a nickel there. <laughs> Time. <laughs> with inflation. Uh, sorry. Anyway, all right, we'll move on to our uh, next music break here. Uh, this is another one from thegreatmusicalley.com. Check it out. It's another Mevio creation. Um, this one is from J-O-K. Actually, you took out... Hold no, on. you're good. J-O-K. We're going to do J-O-K? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is J-O-K with a golden remix here on Man Fights Back.
All right, there you go. JOK, Golden Remix. Yeah, man, fights back. Sound like Beyonce. Really? I thought it was like Snoop Dogg when he was doing his uh, sensual seduction or sexual seduction song. You were listening to it earlier. Yeah. So I thought it sounded like Beyonce. You know, Snoop Dogg. We need to get him as a special guest. Do you have any connections? I'll make a few phone calls. Make a few phone calls? All right. All right, cool. Have my people talk to his people. Sweet. Awesome. We can set something up. Sweet. All right. Moving on. Technology news here on Man Fights Back. Here's a huge one. Um, Everyone has cell phones. Cell phones are everywhere. Except for the Amish. Okay, so not everyone has cell phones. <laughs> and the homeless. <laughs> like I said, not everyone has cell phones. Um, according to the CNET News article, uh, police push for warrantless searches of cell phones. That's um, pretty big. That is huge. I mean, that is like, that's, I mean, really, it's pri- it's a huge privacy issue. Um, text messages, everything else, you would think they would need some kind of warrant for that. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, we anyway. Know, we all know Google's in bed with the CIA. Are they? And the NSA. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Well, they, um, the Google Earth, Google Maps. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. They get all their stuff from Keyhole, which is an NSA <laughs> uh, right. front. Huh. And what was the other thing that we were, that we were listening to, too, about there's something that they were doing. They were tracking they were, stuff. They were teaming they? up with the FBI. Oh, stuff. But anyway, it's yeah, there's unrelated to this, but I mean, there, well, there's some conspiracy stuff there for sure. I imagine yeah. Google. I mean, look at Google. Google. They're huge. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, according to this article, when uh, Christian Taylor stopped by the Sprint store in Dali City, California, last November, he was planning uh, to buy around 30 BlackBerry handhelds. But a Sprint employee on the lookout for fraud grew suspicious about the address and other details relating to Taylor's company, Hype University. Spelled H-Y-P-E-U-N-I-V-E-R-C-I-T-Y. Nice. And called the police. Taylor was arrested on charges of felony identity fraud. His car was impounded and his iPhone was confiscated and searched by police without a warrant. A San Mateo County judge is scheduled to hear testimony on Thursday morning in the case, which could set new ground rules for when police can conduct warrantless searches of iPhones, laptops, and similarly uh, capacious electronic gadgets. This is an important legal question that remains unresolved as our gadgets store uh, more and more uh, information about us, including our appointments, correspondence, and personal photos and videos, what rules should be police investigators be required to follow. The Obama administration and many local prosecutors' answer is that this warrantless searches are perfectly constitutional during arrests. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with that or not. I don't know. I mean, first of all, the way I look at it, if you're not doing anything you're wrong, doing anything wrong, yeah. But there's things that could be taken they out of context. Construed. What if you What if you made a phone call to somebody and they were murdered a, uh, an hour later? You know, you could become a suspect because you happen to talk to the person. There's a, There's a record of you calling them versus. You know what I mean? It's uh, well, you, yeah. You but they're going to get, gonna get those phone records anyway. That's true. That's true. Um, I don't know. There's There's stuff on there. Yeah, I may not be doing anything wrong, but it's none of your business, right? Either. Yeah, true. You know, so although I will say this, I don't think there was a story here recently in Indianapolis. Did you hear about Castleton Mall? The oh, guy, with the, the, guy, the shoe, the shoe camera guy. Yeah. 
I heard they had to tase him too. To take him Did down. they? Yeah. They tased him. I heard he was resistant arrest. Okay, so Castleton Square Mall, not too far from Andrew and I. Um, it's probably the mall we go to. I've been there a few times. I haven't been there a long time, but anyway, we have uh, <laughs> this guy walking around with a shoe camera, looking basically. up skirts. Yes. So he would. He had a he had a little peephole coming off the top of his shoe and he would talk to girls and then he would take his what they were wearing skirts and stuff obviously he would take his shoe and place it between their legs and he had this wire that ran up inside of his jeans to a nice little camera device on his belt clip and he would snap photos of underneath their skirts he was arrested on uh voyeurism and all kinds of other stuff but and i guess he actually he actually had a uh photo of a minor of a minor yeah so he's uh yeah Going to the pokey. Pedo man. Yeah, no kidding. Jackass. Can't believe somebody would do that. I guess an off-duty police officer noticed his uh, suspicious behavior and confronted him about it. And uh, then the dude like <laughs> the took flash off in his shoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! I forgot <laughs> to turn off the flash. <laughs> oh, oh brother. Jeez. Oh, so what the hell is wrong with people? I don't know. You know when I was in school, there <laughs> there was this story. I, I'm sure it wasn't real because. Kids are kids, but I was in middle school. There was a story of the gym teacher that I had that he supposedly had mirrors on his shoes. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. The maybe, dude totally. The if you guy. saw a picture of this guy, you would think total pedo man. Yeah. And uh, somebody else claimed that they walked into the locker room one time and he was completely naked, reading a magazine at his desk. <laughs> so, What's wrong with that? <laughs> you do it all the time. Don't you don't read the nude. It's uh, very liberating. <laughs> Except with your, you know, leave your socks and tennis shoes on. I read outdoor world. Gym class. You got to, you know, kind of move around quick. Jeez. So anyway, sorry. Well, um, did you hear about about Google's brilliant new plan to provide super speedy internet access? (coughs) I have not. Could you fill me in? Yes. Last week, Google announced, this is from Slate.com, February 18th. Uh, Last week, Google announced its plan to launch an experimental, quote-unquote, broadband network in several cities across the country. In other words, Google will become an ISP. Ooh. So it's looking to provide internet access to a small number of customers, 50 to 500,000, depending on cities it chooses, uh, serving as an alternative to the broadband service offered by phone and cable companies. Wow. So, and I guess you uh, you can petition to have your city become part of i think westfield Noblesville, uh, indiana westfield indiana is actually uh, going for it really wow outstanding i hope i really need something in noblesville i i i am too far by like i don't know a couple hundred feet i'm too far to have u-verse so i'm stuck with comcast Your cable's pretty good though isn't it it's okay i mean mm. i don't know i trust me somebody who just went from dsl to cable I ain't looking back. But I like the U-verse TV service. I think if yeah. I could have the cable speeds of cable, mm-hmm. or internet, sorry, internet speeds of cable, and the TV um, price and packages of U-verse, I'd be a happy camper. And, of course, I can do that. Well, I can't get U-verse yet, but let's right. say I could. I could have both. I just get in my internet service from Comcast, standalone, you pay an arm and a leg, um, and get the U-verse service, and, yeah, but I don't know. I, fiber to the home would be great. Fios. Yeah, I think it's coming to that. But when? You know, it's. it's oh, it, it depends on demand and build. I mean, it's been 10 years ago they were doing Fios, right? Yeah. New, it, yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. My parents had it. They were a test, uh, test city in Texas and they had it uh, at least 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's fiber to the home. 
Yeah. And I you're, think you're seeing it a lot more new construction, um, you know, newer neighborhoods and things like that where they're, where they're already digging up the ground anyway. And they're bringing this, they have to bring this, the, the connectivity to that area anyway. Well, of course. So, right. And I think the, I think some of the, the older networks are probably going to be the last one. They're eventually going to get updated, but I'm sure they're not. Eventually I'll be like 60 years old. <laughs> You know, getting ready to croak or something. Yeah, I don't know. Got my fiber. I finally got my fios. <clears throat> then they'll have something super duper cool that's There's better than that. Prince. So yeah, WiMAX or something like that. But oh. I thought it was pretty interesting that Google's yeah, Google's, Google's getting this. in the ISP business. Why not? They're getting in the energy business. They're going to start yeah. building their own power plants. Yep, to supply the their electricity needs. Yeah, and they're so you know they're going to be getting into that. They're well, they've doing, been di- buying up dark fiber. Um, all that fiber that was put down in the late the boom in the late nineties, they've been buying a lot of this dark fiber that's out there that we keep hearing about. Maybe that's what all these towers around Indiana that have nothing on them yet. Well, the company wants to build home internet connections that run at one gigabit per second, a gig to the home a gig to the home. Sweet. I need that. Wow. That would be awesome. I could handle that. I don't know, but I'm, you know, all of us techno nerds out here. Yeah. We, we can never have enough bandwidth. Uh, this is the technology section. Yes. So it is technology. Yeah. Um, <coughs> speaking of technology, <coughs> Dell, I, I, I don't know me personally. I would not make a Dell decision in my company. No. Um, Dell's come and gone. They were probably the leader at one time. Yeah. Back I, have, when, I have a Dell at home that I bought back in the heyday and it, the thing stick kill keeps on the desktop or server. It's a desktop. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know that I go down the road to Dell for servers. I mean, it's just like Gateway. Gateway was the bomb for a while. Mm-hmm. Then they started to cheap out, and their mm-hmm. stuff got crappy, and they moved their manufacturing to Mexico. And yeah, because everybody's trying to turn a profit, so they look for ways to cheap out. I mean, that's what happened to Toyota, supposedly. They started cutting back on quality in order to make money. Yeah, but I think Toyota's getting crucified. <laughs> they are. I mean, they're getting crucified. I mean, there was just a recall announced about Chevy, I think, today, or yesterday. There was a recall about power steering, steering or something. Power steering it's problem. not making the news. I'm like, well, that's a pretty serious freaking problem to have here if you're driving your car and you can't steer the damn thing. Yep. Um, yeah, hello, you run into somebody, you kill them. I mean, it's just as dangerous as having your accelerator stuck. I mean, it, but you won't hear as much about it. It's because yeah. the focus, this focus is on Toyota because they're not American, and um, the government owns the American manufacturers, so... American. American. And... Uh, they're going to make a big deal about it. So they want to see uh, Toyota get slammed and so they can make the profit. It's so obvious. People just miss it. They don't get it. They don't see it. But it's pretty clear. I think there's an agenda. Yep. So, um, but anyway, back to Dell. Uh, this is according to businessweek.com. Uh, Bloomberg, Dell drops as price cuts. Component costs hurt profit. This, is kind of, this headline's kind of a tongue twister. Dell declines as price cuts components Dell cost dropped. crimp earnings. <laughs> I thought I first thought I said crimp earrings. Crimp, crimp earrings? Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, here we go. February 19th, according to Bloomberg, Dell Inc., the world's third largest computer maker, fell the most in three months in NASDAQ trading after holiday sales of low-priced PCs and higher component costs pushed profit margins below analyst estimates. Disappointed with the margin, Chief Financial Officer Brian Gladden said yesterday. Committed to Harry Carey in the lobby of corporate headquarters. (laughs) Suicided himself with two to the head after the company posted a 4.8% decline in fourth quarter net income. Now, here's the the kicker. Yeah. 4.8% decline is not that much. I mean, in the big Mm. scheme of things. But in this kind of market, though, 
that could make or break a company. That's probably true. I mean, 5%. I mean, that's, that's. Yeah. I mean, well, given, given, the, well, <clears throat> here we go. Gross margin, the percentage of sales that remain after deducting production costs was 17.4%. Okay. All right. So we're below more number the, then. Below, it was 17.4% below the 18% projected on average by analysts. So explain that one to me. Was 17.4% below the 18%. So really, what, 0.6%? Is that what we're saying here? It almost sounds like they did better than analysts predicted. Because they were predicting 18 and they were at 17. Um, You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. Well, either way, it sounds like they may be going the way gateway. <laughs> either way, I'm not buying a Dell. Yeah, I'm not buying a Dell. Dude, I'm not Dude. getting a Dell. So anyway. All right. Well, up next, 10 things you shouldn't do when working with an upset customer. Uh-oh. Yes. Because we deal with upset customers from time to time. Yes, we do. This is from It's usually the, not from us. No. So. Nope. This is from Tech, Tech Republic, uh, February 8th, 2010. 10 things you shouldn't do when working with an upset customer. Number one taking their attitude personally. Number two, failing to allow the customer to vent. Sometimes you just got to let them, let them speak. Oh, that shit, homie. I'm here to fix the problem. Don't vent on me. <laughs> Number three, ignoring the emotional. Number four, <laughs> focusing, so emotional, focusing only on the technical. Number five, falling into the me versus you approach. It's not my fault. It's you. Number six, <laughs> overusing the word you. Well, you, if you would have you done this. wouldn't and, have done this, and you would have done this. <laughs> Number seven. This is getting better. Oh, boy. Making inappropriate physical gestures. <laughs> like you're flipping the bird? Oh, brother. Um, what if you point and say you? Is that... Um, you are a retard. No, I don't mean those gestures. I'm referring to the more innocent ones, which still can aggravate, like rolling the eyes and things like that. Uh, number eight, telling, <laughs> telling customers to calm down. Really? That's bad? Um, using slang synonyms for upset, such as freaking out, flipping out, all bent out of shape. <laughs> and ten, uh, failing uh, to take uh, advantage of physical positioning. What? So this is Failing to take advantage trick. of use, physical use positioning. Use the physical positioning uh, to your advantage when dealing with a person and an upset customer. Uh, in person. Sorry, let me start over again. Use physical positioning, which is like when you interview people, you always want to have a higher chair than they do. It's like doing the hokey pokey. Put you in more of a dominant position. Oh. Uh, Use physical positioning to your advantage when dealing in person with an upset customer. Are the two of you standing? Then find a place to sit down. Sitting carries more peaceful connotations because physical combat is more difficult uh, from that position. (laughs) Just start doing the hokey pokey. Once you're seated, remove barriers. If you're behind a desk or a counter, come out from behind it and sit on the same side as the customer. Just take off all your clothes and run around the office naked. <laughs> it really upset them. <laughs> <clears throat> so there you go from Tech Republic. Ten things to do when you're working with an upset customer. Hmm. I'll take that under advisement. I think I'm in the mood for some brother love. Are you in the mood for some brother love? Yeah. I like brother love. The, the musician. They're pretty cool. Uh, brother love. Yeah, you are a brother love man, right? No. Uh Another one, great one from Music Alley. Uh, check it out. Uh, this is Brother Love with Summertime here on Man Fights Back.
All right. There you go. Brother Love with Summertime. We're on Man Fights I'm back. ready for some Summertime. Uh, Brother Love. I, I think they kind of sound like... Uh, they kind of sound like an 80s rock band kind yeah, of Yeah, that's totally 80s. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. So we'll feature another song. So Brother Love's a band or a guy? No, Brother Love's a band. Ah, okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So. I was thinking Brother Love was just... Summertime's the name of the song. All right, got that. But they played. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're with me? I'm with you. I'm <laughs> okay. with you. It's almost 11 o'clock and it's sleepy. Is it? Oh my gosh, it is. <clears throat> this is a crazy episode. And I've got all these news stories. Um... Okay, well, we're going to get into uh, matchup trivia here real quick. Here's another side note news story. Have you heard about um, uh, the kids at the high school with the uh, laptop? No. That the principal turned on his webcam while he was at home? What? The school distributed laptops to these kids. Yeah. The 15-year-old. And um, so he's at home with his with his laptop. And all of a sudden, the light kicks on for the webcam that it's on. And they come to find out. Well, it, well, here's here's what really happened. Uh, well, here's another part of what happened was that the kid was called into the school's principal's office um, because they were saying that they believed he was um, operating in inappropriate behavior uh, because they had a webcam picture from his laptop of him holding Mike and Ike's, and they were trying to say those were drugs. Of the principal or of the kid? No, of the kid. Okay. And um, they had reviewed some um, type and, and stuff that he has typed on the computer in Word documents and stuff. Mm-hmm. They reviewed it on his computer, and um, they think that he was in a, involved in appropriate behavior. Wow. So the, the parents are pissed. Oh, yeah. They're suing the school board for violating the privacy because the kid was sitting at home. Jeez. And they remotely got on his computer and turned on the webcam to see what he was doing. Interesting. And took screenshots and stuff of everything. Wow. Yeah. That's and didn't tell anybody, and nobody ever knew that they could do that. Yeah, but did they sign some agreement when they were given the laptop that they could do that? I, I don't know. There's a whole story on it, but we'll go into it more next week. I'm going to do some more research on it. Yeah, but, that sounds pretty interesting. But uh, it is a good story. Um, and then, uh, yeah, some other things. The story about um, nobody heard this one on the news. Uh, 100,000 condoms were sent to the uh, Vancouver Olympics, Winter Olympics. This is a true story. I'm not joking. After the closing ceremony, they blew him up. Did they? Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we heard that might have been a publicity stunt, though. I don't know. We'll check it out. Yeah. We'll see. Um, And then the uh, man with a 20-foot penis died. Um, That's another one we'll have to look into. I don't know if that's true. Can you Google that one real quick? I'm afraid to. Why? I don't know. I think it was a a guy in China or something like Uh, that. I don't know. Google. Let's see what Google has to say about that. I didn't believe it when I heard it, but I did hear it from a pretty reliable news source. So, um, hold on. Let's see here. Yeah. Um, don't think I want to be a man's foot size. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm not searching for that crap. I don't know. I'll have to figure that one out. I did hear that on a news story. It was actually on the radio, believe it or not. Jeez. <laughs> and then uh, like another one we'll look into deformity. is uh, California. They um, now have a day considered, uh, um, well, that it's not officially law yet, but it's being observed as, observed as a no cussing day in California. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> no shit, my brother. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, you won't get fined or anything yet, but this is total insight into the movie Demolition Man. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was can that was California, Los Jeez. Angeles, and, and San Diego, I believe, that were combined, and they had all those rules you couldn't cuss and you get arrested. Screw that. I'm telling you, man, it's going to demolition, man. Wow. So Cal- California is going to be the one that freaks out first. Um. So anyway, we'll good, check into this good story. Way to make some extra revenue for the state. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. You've been fined three credits. I love that. That, that well, that movie was cheesy, but it was kind it of was cool. Very Wesley cheesy. Snipes was pretty good in that movie. I thought he played a bad. He played a good bad guy. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, anyway, okay, moving on. We're going to get into your favorite segment of the show, which is music mashup trivia number twenty-seven. Where what we do is we listen to a couple clips. And Andrew tries to figure out. Who um, makes up the mashup clips that we play? Uh, the two or more artists, typically two. I'll give him credit if he gets both, if he gets two out of however many were there. Okay. I'm nice like that. Thanks, I appreciate that. So uh, feel free to play along at home, and let's start out with clip number one. You think you got any ideas yet? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Do you know both of them? I got one. Because okay. it kind of told me. All right. Well, let's <clears> listen <throat> to one more. All right. Let's just do it again. Yo, D, that's me, the king, the MC. Rocket not on a T.O.P. Can another MC ever pop with D? Hell no. It's like the A, the B, to the C. It's easy. Walk, cheer, Okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. It was in there. I see. Run DMC and the Fat Boys. No. Run DMC. Yes. I, I couldn't. Get, was it Project? I couldn't yeah. get the other track. Sorry. Yeah, that was the. That was kind of like the rhythm track. So. All oh, right. Okay. Let's try out song number two. These are more your speed. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Right. You think you got him? I'm going to knock this one out of the park. You look like you're pretty confident over there. I'm very confident. I don't know. You have the background music? Yep. Huh. It's more your era. I know. Is that kind of, you know. I'm an 80s dude. Yeah, I'm an 80s dude too. So let's let's, do, it let's do it one more time. Feel free to play along at home. Anybody in the uh, chat here has a guess? No, I, yeah. See, I one of them is definitely Tears for Fears. Okay. Uh, I was going to say Simply Red, but because I saw Modern Family a couple weeks ago, Spandau Ballet. Oh, Thank you very wow. much, because ding, they ding, did ding. that song. We kind of give you that one. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah, I had Edward Norton came in and played the lead singer from Spandau <laughs> Ballet. Oh, that's funny. And he was singing True in their living room with his... Guitar that's, and stuff. It was hilarious. That's great. I tell you what, oh. Tears for Fears is one of the most underrated bands. Yeah, they're pretty good. I've ever known. I mean, they they actually compose their own music. 
they produce it, um, they write it, they do the musical composition of everything going on. I mean, they actually obviously work with people, but man, I tell you what, musically, um, they they just their songs are really strong too. I mean, they got yeah a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on, yep. real tight, you know, real real good arrangements. You know, I don't know, I. I I've liked Tears for Fears. I haven't liked everything they ever they've ever done, but um, you know they've done some really cool. Um, well, as technology has changed, they've done some really cool things yeah. with their music. So. They definitely use the technology, though, and not these, not in a cheesy way either. No, no. I mean, you know, ABC from the eighties was cheesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shoot that poison arrow through my heart. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Um, or was it? Uh, was it Adam Ant? Adamant goody two shoes. Get that song out of your head. Oh, another song that we heard, um what was it? Shalomar and I heard Oh God, where were we at? It was um well you remember that song Taco putting on the Ritz? Jeez, yeah. Hate that song. Oh, me too. Is that who sang it? Taco? Taco. Okay. That was the name of the group. And then um there's that one night in Bangkok. I forget the name of that guy. Yeah, no, I have a lot of useless knowledge that floats around my head, <laughs> so I know these things. I, I totally grew up on MTV when MTV was really MTV. Yeah, they, they dropped the M in MTV now. Yeah. Now they're just... Or they dropped the music. The or music was, out yeah. of their music television. It's just stupid television now, I guess. <laughs> STV. Reality TV. Yeah, STD. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I remember I actually watched the first video ever played on MTV. I actually saw that video killed radio star by the Buggles. Yeah. Yep. That was, I watched it. And then I also, it's in 1983, <clears throat> 19, it was 80, I think it was 84, 84. It was right around that time. 83, 84, something like that. Cause yeah. I remember that. And I remember the Apple commercial. Might have been 82, to be honest with you. I think you, I think we talked about this in the last show. I think you're right. It was 82. Yeah. I think it was 82. And, um, I don't know, but I also watched, this was a one time thing. Um, the first time um, David Bowie's China Girl was yeah. ever played, that video contained uh, two people rolling around naked on a beach. You yeah, didn't it, got see censor- it got censored really quick. Yeah. Or edited. But I actually got to see it the first time they ever debuted it on TV. It was awesome. It was great. And then it was censored. So I have that claim to fame. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. I actually have that video downloaded somewhere. Um, anyway. All right. Moving on. What are we doing next? No agenda. Oh. Oh, this one's a good one. Uh, everybody's heard about Blackwater. Maybe not as much as... What are they called now? Z? <coughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think they changed their name. They changed their name because Blackwater was getting muddied through the... <laughs> you know, getting muddied over here from uh, all these controversial uh, stories that came from their doings. But um, anyway, uh, this is a No Agenda clip from um, show number 174. You can check out the No Agenda show done by Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak. Every week they do two episodes. We just take the clips we like to play and uh, feature it to help promote their show. And um, we're going to play this one for you because uh, this is your hard hard uh, tax dollars at work here. Get the list of stapler. You have to get my stapler. I'm going to have to in the morning. I'm going to blow. I'm going to burn the place down. That's what I'm going to do. Adam Curry, John C. Devorah. It's February 14th, 2010. Time for your Gitmo Nation media assassination episode 174. This is no agenda. Now in high fidelity and coming to you live from the SoCal Southern Hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center. 
In Gitmo Nation West, in the morning, everyone, I'm Adam Curry. And it's a foggy Valentine's Day here in northern Silicon Valley. I'm John C. Dvorak. It's Craig Vaughn and Buzzkill. In the morning. In the morning to you, my friend. Same to you. Just to make sure we don't overlook all the fun facts, two former employees of Blackwater Worldwide, we know that there's uh, two whistleblowers, and of course this is uh, really underreported news. Uh, they now are accusing the private security contractor of defrauding the government for years through phony billing, including charging taxpayers for alcohol-filled parties, spa trips, and a prostitute. Sweet. As, uh, they one had... prostitute? Well, <laughs> Hopefully more than one. And she was really good. All right. <laughs> and, well, they passed her around, but she was actually on the payroll. Hookers and blow paid for you, paid for by you. She was on the payroll. She was on the payroll, yeah. Oh, that's pretty nice. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah, Does everybody have like, one of those? Hey, uh, call Miss Jones up here. I thought these guys were like here. a bunch of yeah, Christian uh, yeah. characters that were uh, evangelicals. I mean, the guy who heads Blackwater is a very religious person. I, I find it hard to believe. This story may be bogus because I, I find it hard to believe that su- such a religious group. No, no, no. Well, the, no, no. These are court papers because these whistleblowers, you know, this is a real case that is taking place. So court paper, and I don't have the actual court papers here. I'm sure we can get a hold of them. Mellon Davis said in court papers that while working in Blackwater's finance department, she questioned how the company could bill the government for its workers' travel expenses to and from Iraq when it lacked the documentation for those trips. She said later, uh, she said she later traveled to a hotel in Amman, Jordan, where Blackwater personnel often stopped en route to Iraq while there. Uh, she said corporate officers directed her and two co- two co-workers two co-workers to generate reams of false invoices for plane travel at inflated rates so her bosses could overcharge the government so this is you know she, here we go uh overpayments allowed the vendor to provide a barbecue pit for blackwater staff parties which is nice by the way and the Davises, this is a husband and wife. Uh, These guys team. aren't making enough profit that they can buy the damn barbecue pit without phoning up the records. This is sketchy. The Davises assert that Blackwater officials kept a Filipino prostitute on the company payroll for a State Department contract in Afghanistan and billed the government for her time working for male Blackwater employees in Kabul. The prostitute's salary was categorized as part of the company's Morale, welfare, recreation expenses. <laughs> That's what we need to call it, John. The no yeah, agenda. Like yeah, the no agenda morale, welfare, recreation expense fund. Please send us your money. My God. I don't know. This sounded like a straw man, red herring kind of a thing here. This something doesn't make doesn't add up. These guys are making money hand over fist, and they're phoning up records so they can buy a barbecue pit. Come on. Well, you know, once this type of corruption really gets into an organization, then, I mean, this is low-level stuff, right? This is not at the top. So that's just cultural. You know, when everyone's, like, hey, everyone's doing it, hey, let's just get a barbecue pit. Hey, let's get some hookers in here. That's how it goes. Well, I mean, there's, there's some truth it's to that. Low thinking, level. It's, low level. it's low level. It's low level and unimportant because even if it's a conviction, like, I right, clean up your books, fire the people who are doing that shit. But it comes from the top. Yeah, no, everything comes from the top. Okay. All right, there you go. There is uh, information brought to you of where your tax money gets to go. What you pay for. It's true. With Blackwater and the contracted, the contracted war, the outsourced contracted war. That's what we're in. So, and they're buying hookers and blow. With your tax dollars. They've got an on-staff hooker that gets a salary. Can you believe that? That's pretty bad.
That's crazy. So we'll, we'll uh, follow this story. We'll see if we get any more information on that one. And I bring she it gets to you. benefits. I think she gives benefits. Wow. I, don't know. I think she is the benefit provider Ugh. for for all these big swinging dick guys out there with machine guns. Oh, brother. Anyway, uh, hookers and blow. Uh, okay, so that was from No Agenda. You can check them out at noagendashow.com. Yep, check it out. All the show notes are there. They're actually up to 178 right now, episode number 178. Wow. And um, okay. I haven't really heard anything worth passing along. Like, I mean, there's been some good stories. Well, but listening to today wasn't too bad. Yeah, maybe there's some stuff in there we can pass along for our next episode, but we'll figure it out. There's going to be a couple between now and then. So anyway, moving on, we're going to move on to our next music break here. Uh, this one is Melina Gurgis. Gurgis. Gurgis? That's how I would pronounce it. Okay. Uh, it's spelled G-E-R-G-E-S. I don't know. Uh, but uh, anyway, this is a pretty good tune. Uh, check out Molina's sites and the show notes, and here's her song with Wasted Time here on Man Fights Back.
All right, there you go. Melina Gurgis. Wasted time here in Man Fights Back. Cool. All right. That's a very peppy song. What's that? That's a very peppy song. Peppy. Yeah, I like that. It's a good peppy song. All right. Here we go. Now to Man Fights Back. Strange news. And, uh, yeah, this one's pretty interesting. I've seen a lot of this lately. Um, this is according to CBS News, Strange News section. Uh, Breckenridge, Colorado, AP News reports that Breckenridge authorities said a Texas Christian University student who suffered burns when his peers branded his buttocks participated in the act willingly and no charges will be filed. Authorities said Thursday they made the decision not to pursue charges after reviewing statements from Amon Carter IV and a dozen TCU students. The Summit Daily News reported that Carter had his Greek symbols from his fraternity and a sorority branded on his buttocks January 8th during a trip to Breckenridge and needed surgery after suffering second and third degree burns. Damn. Investigators said what happened was not part of a fraternity initiation because Carter was already a group member. Carter is the great-grandson of um, Amon G. Carter Sr., who founded the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Wow. <laughs> they had to throw that in there, didn't they? Yeah, well, you got to get the little dig. That's funny. Anyway. So in Santiago, Chile, we heard a lot of news from Chile recently. Chile. Uh, this was before the earthquake. Uh, Chile's Mint has sacked its managing director after he sent into circulation thousands of coins bearing an incorrect spelling of the country's name. Oh, no. That's Uh, a bad day at work. The 50 peso coins worth around 10 10 U.S. cents each were issued in 2008 with Chile, C-H-I-L-E, spelled C-H-I-I-E, an error that was only noticed late last year. Director Giorgio Inuguez... Iniguez has been fired over a series of issues, including the misspelled coins, which have brought the institution into dispute. Wow. Um, Told Reuters on Friday, some of the coins are still in circulation. They still carry their value. Some collectors are buying them because they feel they are rare, which they would be, I would think. So That's crazy. Sorry. Wow. Interesting. Well, you know. You misspell a coin, you lose your job. It actually, when you type it out like that, the I kind of looks like an L, but you'd think somebody would have called it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, well. But I'm not him. You trying to find a place to get your butt branded or something over there? Or? Yeah, I was, okay. actually. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen all those, you know, basketball players and stuff. They get the, I see a lot of them horseshoes on them. You know, they get <laughs> horseshoes branded on their arms and stuff. Well, yeah, I've seen the branding thing's been around for a while. Yeah, I don't get it. No, thanks. I don't get it. I'm sorry. I just don't get it. Okay, um, well, here's some here's some pretty good toy thing here you get here. We found the winner of the most weird stuff toy ever. This is pretty funny. And this is according to the allweirdnews.com website, Odd Strange Weird News Headlines. Winner of the most weird stuff toy ever. And it is a pee and poo. And they are actually stuffed animals nice. that are yellow and brown and... Um, are supposed to, they're stuffed animals. And they're well, I don't to, know if you call them animals. Well, they're like your stuffed, stuffed objects. pee and stuffed poo. Like a <laughs> I mean, drop of pee and a pile of poo. They're characters. Yes, there Let's you go. Let's put it that way. Yes, they're a pee and a poo they're from character. from Mr. Hankey's neighborhood. Yes. 
Um, <clears throat> check out check it out in the show notes. Um, this is pretty funny. I actually already posted it to Facebook. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, must be I Japan. It says, "Oh my God, I love I love these very strange stuffed toys, and I wonder where they are from. Must be Japan or somewhere in Asia. <laughs> Only those crazy Asians are yeah, going to come that's up right. with with uh, crazy poo and pee. Uh, wow, stuffed animals. It must sell. I wouldn't think anybody'd make something that didn't sell. I don't know. Anyway." All right. Uh, last story of the night is, again, from Reuters, or as you like to say, Reuters. Reuters. Uh, in their oddly enough section, February 18th, um, Cleveland is deemed the most miserable city in the USA. Cleveland. Yay, Cleveland. Shout out to Cleveland. All right. Yes. Uh, the Ohio City on the Cuyahoga River has high unemployment, dismal weather, hefty taxes, corruption, and mediocre sports team, all of which have propelled it to the number one <laughs> position in the Forbes.com list. Damn straight. Cleveland nabbed the top spot as a result of poor ratings across the board. It was the only city that fell in the bottom half of the rankings in all nine categories, Forbes said on its website. The city has been dubbed with a less than endearing nickname, <laughs> the mistake by the lake. Yeah, I've heard that before. Nice. That's the truth. Oh, well, that's pretty funny. The football team's named the Cleveland Browns. Browns. Yeah, it's like brown stains, brown skids. You know, it's like the Browns. I hate, no, I'm <clears> a Steelers <throat> fan, so obviously there's a rivalry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, wow. I, I think that wraps up uh, strange news. For so the don't season. go to Cleveland. Don't plan your family vacation in Cleveland. Yeah, and they had to put the Rock and Roll Hall. I've been there once. They got the Rock oh, and Roll yeah. Hall of Fame Museum there. and I, I've actually ri- I rode a motorcycle around Cleveland. That was interesting. In the ghetto, I wouldn't go back. I've flown into Cleveland. I actually ran into the. uh, Actually, I flew in and had a uh, stopover in Cleveland on my way to. Where was I going? I was going to um, Vermont or somewhere up on the East Coast. But anyway, I had a I had a layover when you went and bought your bike in Cleveland. No, this was a this was a this was a trip from way back and. Anyway, what's that? Back in the day. Back in the day. Um, Hartford, Connecticut. That's where I was going, Connecticut. And um, But anyway, I was going there for just a quick vacation over a weekend. And um, I ran into the <clears throat> singer of the Herman's Hermits on my airplane. In fact, he sat directly in front of me, and, and he's the guy that hosts a lot of the flashback uh, videos on VH1. Oh, I know. Uh, Peter Noon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he sat in front of me and... And um, his autograph. I just I was just talking to the person that was with me and said, you know, I really love the Beatles. They were the best band ever. Oh no! no I, was, I I I'm just thinking I should say that. That would be kind of funny. That's pretty like, funny. Herman's Hermits. Who the hell are those guys? Who cares? <laughs> um, but anyway, Herman's Hermits. Look them up online. You'll figure it out. Sixties. Yeah, they had some. They had Henry the Eighth. I am. Yeah. They had a song. They're kind of weird. But anyway. That was my claim to fame. Famous, famous person I met in Cleveland, Peter. Cool. Noon. Peter Noon. He's British, you know. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Put this bus in the garage. Oh shizzle, bitch! All right. Uh, let's see. Get to, get orb. Here is our going to be our last song of the evening uh, for waiting. Waiting for some monster is the name of this tune. Now this is an interesting tune. That's why I put it at the end. We'll see what you think of it. Yeah. Um, but, but it's, I think it's worthy. I think it's worthy to okay. be on the show. So, you know, I preview all these before we put them on here. So anyway, check it out. Hope everybody has a good evening. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week and hopefully we'll be back with you again next week and we'll have some of these technical difficulties figured out by then. 
Windows 7. Cool. It, it, this Windows 7 PC just may be XP. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll have a full report next Stay week. Stay tuned. They won't believe it back home. None of them. I wouldn't have believed it myself. Sitting out here waiting for some, for some monster to